Aloha. We're glad you've joined us for this Reunion Hawaii Church podcast. These teachings by our pastoral team are recorded live during our weekly services in Honolulu, Hawaii. We hope you will be blessed by this teaching. Well, yeah, uh, aloha from Waipahu, and uh, thank you so much. I am Donna Bertolabi's husband. That's how I introduce myself now. More people know who Donna is, and so it seems like it's easier that way. Well, um, but, but my wife, I, I wish she could be here tonight. She's actually on the island of Kauai, um, the Garden Isle, and they're gardening uh, over there. They just did a women's conference over there, and um, I talked to my wife, and man, she pulled a gee so she can talk. <laughs> and uh, she wanted to tell me more, and oh, awesome, thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, and she wanted to tell me all, everything that happened and so much good stuff happened and there's still more. But, but they're staying over there with some of the ladies and they're continuing to just minister over there. But uh, mahalo, mahalo, mahalo. Pastor and Sister Langley, appreciate you guys. Thanks for having us over here. The last time I was here was when I had the transition. It was awesome, bro. So good. And just to see the honor that took place that night, but the honor that's still taking place. Someone say amen. Oh, just in case, I don't know if you guys talk back over here, but uh, sometimes I ask for amen. And if I don't get the amen, sometimes I amen myself. So it's totally up to you guys how you want to do this tonight. Amen. Um, but I honor you folks. Thank you so much for all that you've done for so many years. My father is also a pastor. And uh, he, he transitioned a few years ago, and I honor him as well, man. They did some work here in the islands. They, 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 they put in some work. So mahalo, 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 mahalo. Sam and Tynes, you guys are awesome. Thanks for having us over here. And uh, um, uh, I'm going to make home. In fact, I told this, uh, so, so unity is huge for me. Uh, one thing the Bible says, where there is unity, the Lord commands a blessing. I love that picture. Does unity happening over there? Hey, a blessing, get on those people because they're, they're united. I love that picture, right? Oh, there's unity happening. There's no competition, but my sons and daughters are playing nicely together. Blessing, go get on those people. I love that where there's unity, the Lord commands a blessing. And, and um, wherever I go, I make house. I don't care. Amen. You can take it up with my father if you want, my heavenly father. But wherever I go, I just make house, whether it's in Bethel, where they're here in Reunion. Oh, Bethel, you can call them Reunion Waipahu if you like. And this is the brewery. We call our night service at Bethel the brewery. Yeah. So this is the brewery on the town side, town side, town side. But mahalo, thank you so much for having us. Um, before I get into stuff, going to be, going to be, it's going to be what's going to be. Um, please pray for me. I covered you guys' prayers in a few weeks. I'm headed to the Philippines. Yeah, I'm going to go to the Philippines um, for about three weeks. We, ha we used to go every year before this um, stuff happened, the pandemic or whatever. Um, uh, this happened, and so we're like, let us in, let us in. We're praying, 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 praying. And so finally they open the doors, and so we need to go back over there. Our church has a, a, a really heart, huge heart for the Philippines. Why? In Waipahu, that's where all the Filipinos there. <laughs> Dad and Kali. Um, I'm just kidding, but um, not really. But 
Where you pray, because God is action over there. Actually, wherever his name is being glorified is action. And I just remember how going to the Philippines shaped my life. Not because it's the Philippines, but because it was an opportunity to say yes to God, whatever it is. And so I said yes to God. I mean, I've been going every year since 2001. And it's been amazing bringing teams from Bethel and even other churches. We've been going together to the Philippines, and we've seen God do amazing things. We just go and trust. Or we trust and go, actually. That, that, that's better, yeah? We trust and go, all right? We don't know exactly what it's going to look like. We don't know who we're going to run into. We don't know if the jeepney is going to run or not. We don't know if we're going to fit in a tricycle. The Filipinos over there, I'm like three Filipinos, you guys. <laughs> they can put five Filipinos on one motorcycle. Or one Allen. You know, what, what did they say? Uh, uh, how, how much room? We, uh, um, how many more Filipinos can you fit on a, uh, on a motorcycle? Or oh, get room for one more? That's what they say. But I love just, just, just when, when I saw and when I see just young people, young adults, even whoever come with us on these missions or whatever we do for the Lord, we, we're, we're, we're trusting and we're going. We're trusting and we're obeying. We're not just trusting and sitting. We're trusting and stepping into and I just see young people and some of these guys here that are from BCAG and just see them step into whatever it looks like and step into whatever, whatever. And they just step, and I see these young guys get used by the Lord. I see them get blasted by God at the same time. I see them get wrecked and then built up and erect again. But I see them get used by God in such an amazing way. They're impacting people that they don't even know. They're impacting lives that they didn't. And I just love how one person's yes to Jesus opened the door for everyone else's yes. Just like what's happening here. One person's yes to Jesus opened the doors to everyone's yes to Jesus. So continue to say yes to Jesus. In fact, I'm going to talk about a little bit uh, about um, um, trust and obey. Trust and go. Right? And, and it... I was really challenging them because every time I listen to, to Sam, the, the taller, wider version, uh, whiter, sorry, not wider, because we're about the same width. I'm working on it, you guys. Come on, take it easy. Of me. We get the same haircut. Uh, uh, I, I want to I copy Sam so much that I copied his haircut. Well, the Lord only made a few perfect heads. The rest he had to cover with hair. Um, so, <laughs> Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean, lean on your own insight. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Message translation. Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice. In everything you do, wherever you go, he's the one who will keep you on track couple more verses, Hebrews 6, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Psalms 27, some trust in chariots, some in horses, but we will trust in the name of the Lord our God. I just love how church already went. 
the singing and dancing and, and, and part of worship and just in the giving part of worship and now in the, in the, in the, in the Bible uh, listening or, or, or teaching part of worship. I just love how the Lord just orchestrates everything together. I never gave nobody in my notes. In fact, Pastor Sam was trying to squeeze it out of me. I was like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. What are you going to speak on? He asked me the other day, what are you going to speak on? Uh, something from the Bible. And then just I just had this, this inkling to, I'm like, oh, man, Pastor Sam and, and Pastor Gary, they speak so well, they're so eloquent, so wise, and they use Hebrew words and stuff like that. The only Hebrew word I know is Hebrew. Um, and so, because it's somewhere in the Bible I heard. Um, and so, I, oh, maybe I should try to study and get some of these words put. And I was like, man, what? the Lord said, what are you trying to do over here? And I was like, oh, why are you putting... Oh, why you got to put the story of Jericho on my heart? Man, they're, they're, the kids in Sunday school, they're already learning it already. This is a Sunday school story. But you know what? I'm not that smart. So if I talk more than five minutes, must be Holy Spirit. <laughs> After five minutes, I'm done, you guys. But I feel like no matter what stage of faith, no matter what level of relationship you're at, you always got to go back to trust. That's why I never, I was acting over like I was all cool during circle time when, when, when Rachel said, oh, I want to get back to foundational things. And then and Lee said, oh, what, what, man, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted. And I thought, wow, that's what we're going to talk about today. What's more foundational than trusting in the Lord? I think so many Christians who've been a Christian for a long time, they've been, they're just going out of habit. They forgot to trust. Sorry. And so tonight, I want to encourage us to trust, to get back into the face of the Lord, to get back to the place where you got to trust, to get, even though you have everything and the Lord already provided everything, you can get back to the place of desperate trust in the Lord. So that when you know more everything, you already know what it feels like to be in desperate trust before the Lord. But then I'm reminded again that faith without works is dead. And so don't just have faith and trust that God is going to do something. You got to pray for what is your part in what we got to do. We got to trust God in the preparation and in the process. So many people say trust the preparation. No. So many people say trust the process. No. We trust the person of God in the preparation and in the process. We trust God through the prep and we trust God through the process. Now, I'm just going to read a beginning part of Joshua 6 and then we're going to voila, we're going to talk story a little bit. I'm Filipino, but I'm married on Portuguese so that I can talk plenty. <laughs> Joshua 6, now the gates of Jericho were tightly shut because the people were afraid of the Israelites. No one was allowed to go out or in. But the Lord said to Joshua, I have given you Jericho. Let me read that one more time. I have given you Jericho. It's king and all its strong warriors. You and your fighting men should march around town once a day for six days. Seven priests will walk ahead of the ark, each carrying a ram's horn. On the seventh day, you are to march around the town seven times with the priests blowing horns. When you hear priests give one long blast on the ram's horn, have all the people shout as loud as they can. The walls of the town will collapse and the people can charge straight into the town. See, this was an impossible battle. 
the walls of Jericho was impenetrable. It, it, it was so high and so wide that there's no one that could go, that could go in or out. It, it was so wide that you could ride a horse on the top of the wall. That's how thick it was. Uh, and and so, so we see here, like, like, what do we have? It's not like today where we have tanks and, and bombs. And all. They had bows and arrows. Ping, ping, ping. Maybe after the millionth arrow in the exact same spot, maybe there's a little bit of a dent. But that's what they had. We see here that there was instruction before the Lord. He says, hey, it's going to be different. It's, going to be, it's already different. This is the first battle after Moses died. Moses, who was leading the nation of Israel, had already died. And so Joshua became the leader of the nation of Israel. They fought battles before, but it was always when Moses was around. They had fought and conquered enemies before, but it was always when Moses was around. But we see over here, Joshua's first battle seemed to be the hardest one. Right? Could, maybe could have started off in kindergarten. Maybe one that doesn't have a wall. Maybe a chain link fence and you can shoot people through the fence maybe, yeah? Maybe an easier battle. But no, 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 no. God's saying, uh, Joshua, trust me. Joshua, so, so let's, let's start off high school level, not kindergarten level. This, this guy, he trusts me. And I love it because this is an impossible. Anybody? Here facing an impossible situation right now. No need to raise a guy's hand, you know. Anybody looking out and he's look at your family and oh, bah, bah, uh, my last name Jericho because crazy my family. <laughs> Work situation, maybe oh you're the, I don't know, maybe you're the only sane, I'm not saved, but sane person in the room. It feels like an impossible situation. Maybe you're in a relationship situation that seems impossible. I thank God that God is the God who makes things possible. He is the God of the impossible. I love it because we are seeing he is the everlasting God. He outlasts any situation. Amen. And I love it because the battle was supposed, it, it was still to be fought. But they, they didn't do anything yet. They kind of moved in and they see the walls and, and all, all of the nation, they're, they're ready. Okay, the warriors, what do warriors do? They fight. So they're getting ready to fight. Imagine that they're getting ready to fight. They're preparing themselves for a battle. And then Joshua goes before them. These are the instructions that the Lord gave and then they go, yeah, we ready, brah. Oh, they flexing in front of each other. Oh, 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 touch them, touch them, cuz. Oh, you see that, boo? Bugger solid. Oh, you see my arrows? Bugger sharp. I'm sorry. My muscles are big and my arrows are sharp. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so so they're, they're preparing for battle. And this is Joshua. And they're excited. You ever watch um, like a football team or some team right before they go out? To the, to the, they're like, oh, they, they no can sit still, bruh. Yeah? You guys ever watch, uh, I, I watch Manny Pacquiao. Hello, hello, my name is Manny Pacquiao. So he just, he's like this in the ring. He's ready. Yeah? He's ready to rock and roll. And I can imagine these guys, okay, we see Jericho. We're no scared, bruh. I'm sorry. So, okay. I, 
I got to turn them down, but I thought I'd turn them down. Come on this side. We, we're ready for battle. We're ready to do this thing. Right? They're, they've been preparing. Right? They're ready. They've, they've, they pro- Some of these guys probably, you know how you watch warrior movies and they get like blood from all the, all the other battles that they had and they don't wash their face and they just get blood all over. I imagine, well, well, I don't know, that's just me. I imagine some of these guys like still get blood from the leftover battles. And they're ready for do battle the way that they have always done battle. Sometimes we do things just because we've done it that way before when the Lord is calling us to do something different. Uh, if I say this many amens and I scream hallelujah and I turn around to the right and then halfway to the left, then I remember God did it that way. Yeah, God's going to do whatever he's going to do. But he's not looking after what you do. He's looking after your obedience. It is soupy. This is what soupy feels like. This is what soupy feels like. So, oh, sorry. This is an inside joke between my, my Jedi. I'm the Padawan. Yoda. Someone called me Yoda. I receive it in Jesus' name. I receive it. I receive it. Oh, I tried to levitate somebody. Never worked. Never worked. Okay. What are I talking about again? These guys are ready. These guys are ready for battle. Some of us that we prepare in the way we used to prepare for a new battle. We prepare how we prepared for a battle in the past for a battle that we're about to step into. And so these guys are preparing for battle. Joshua gives the instruction. You guys ready? They're like, oh man, their muscles are twitching already. You guys ready? <laughs> oh, flexing. You guys ready? We're going to walk. And then fight. No, 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 no. Take it back. We're going to walk. And then shoot arrows. Take it easy. Take it easy, guys. We're going to walk. We're going to walk. Okay. Um, you sure? Because we never walked before. He said, no, no. This is the instruction for the battle that we're facing right now this is a new battle this is a different battle this is instruction for right now so day number one we know the story some of us know the story yeah some you can even tell it better than i can right they walk around the wall and then what then they call it a day they go back they're sitting around the campfire in the past, they would say, how many men did you kill today? Well, I got three with my sword, and then I, I shot four with my bow and arrow. But today, it was like, oh, how was it for you today? Um, yeah, I would walk. <laughs> <laughs> These are warriors. They're ready. To, to, day two. I'm sure, they think, I'm sure they're thinking to themselves, what? The flip apino is going on. <laughs> Just in case that's a swear word in this church, I'm not sure. <laughs> What's going on here? Right, I, I love it because, again, this is trust. This is what trust looks like. To do something different than you did before and to do something that's out of the ordinary. Maybe you weren't created to walk, but if God calls me to walk, then I better start walking. Maybe it might do something for this area of my body. 
I don't know. But, but if that's what God calls, us, calls me to do, then that's what I'm going to do. So they walk, right? They, this is an, I love it. Because as they go through the process, they got to trust God. And, and this is what God said. He said, I have given you the victory. Did they fight yet? Nah. Did the walls come tumbling down already? Nah. Did they do anything? Not yet. But this is the instruction of the Lord. I have given you the victory. The victory is already waiting for you on the other side of your obedience. <sighs> I, pow. Done. Not pasan. Whoever, if you're from my pow, you understand that. It's done. Right? If God said it, if he said it, I believe it. Hey, anyway, sorry. If he said it, we believe it. So God said, in this situation, they didn't even shoot one arrow yet. But God said, I have given you the victory. I love what it says in 1 Peter 2, 24. It says, by his stripes you were. Someone say were. You were healed. Maybe you're going through your illness right now, but by his stripes you were, past tense, healed. You know, I don't know if you, over here, I was, I was kind of dancing a little bit, you know what I mean? And I went hit Jerry all like 17 times. So if on the video they shake like that, that's my fault. I'm, I apologize, I'm sorry. But no, come in my glory space, you guys. <laughs> nah, 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 just kidding, just kidding. You're welcome to come to my glory space. Just, it's not my fault if you get hit. Amen. I love it. What am I talking about again? So here, the Lord already says, it's done. I, I remember going to the hospital when I was kind of just getting new to helping my father out. I wasn't the pastor yet. I was just Pastor Chris's son. I still am Pastor Chris's son. It's cool how that works. But but he said, I cannot go to the hospital. Go pray for this lady, stage four cancer. I'm like, oh, shoots, rock and roll. I'm like, could have been stage one, would have been easier. You know, my stage four, Jericho Walls. Okay, let's rock and roll, whatever. Step into the room, and I'm like, praying, speaking in tongues, just trying to figure something out. I don't know what's going on. Walking inside the elevator, okay, nobody said, Jesus, right? So we'll get into the room, and Auntie's over there. She's so full of joy she's quoting scriptures to me she's ministering to me and i'm over there like ho ho whoa 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 three days later she go heaven and everyone so if, if i say this as a joke if if, if you want to go heaven just ask me for perfume i'm just kidding i'm just kidding i'm just kidding you guys i'm just kidding i'm just kidding i'm just kidding but, but i look at that encounter and that was for me. Oh, I thought I was going to go over there. And I thought I was going to pray down Jericho walls. But that was for me. And that launched me into not being afraid to pray for people, with people, whether they want it or not. Because the outcome isn't left up to me. It's left up to God. We walking around like super Christians thinking it's up to us to save the world. Thinking it's up to us to heal the sick. Thinking it's all about us. No, 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 no. We are 
tools that the Lord uses. We make ourselves available for what he wants to do. We see over here that God already gave them the victory. They just had to walk it out. Literally walk it out. Day one is the same. Oh, day two is the same as day one. Day three, same. Four, same. Five, same. We know the story. Six days straight, they're sitting on the campfire. I like fight already. I tired walk. But I love it. <laughs> because they stayed united. We, we read other episodes in the Bible. And in fact, I shared an episode of a part of, of, of numbers this morning at Bethel Chapel where, where we talked about there was dissension in the ranks. You know, September 11, it rallied the nation. As bad as it was on September 12th, we were all Americans and we was ready to take on whoever came. We were ready. We were united. 21 years later, we're more divided as a nation than ever. Why? Because of an outside threat? No. Because of what's happening inside our borders. Well, we pray. We trust God. This is not an impossible situation. Someone say amen. amen. Let me hear a better amen. amen. Uh, let me hear one more better amen. amen. Use that one the rest of the night. <laughs> okay? Thank you. Appreciate it. One time, my... So, hey, anytime I gotta stop, just throw something up, yeah? Because... Okay, this is just like talking stories already. I remember one time my dad said, if you say amen, then I'll be done faster. And then everybody, amen, 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 amen. So I'm, I'm different from my dad. The more you say amen, the more I want to go. Oh, come on, rock and roll. But I love you because Israel was united. So you see, they were united. Why? Because if they weren't united, day one, someone would have stand up and said, I like fight. I'm like, walk. Let those other guys walk. I know more Nikes. I get sandals. I get, right? Maybe, maybe if they were all united on day one, by day five came along, some of the big muscle guys would have said, but let me use my muscles already. I'm ready for fight, God. What's going on here? But I love it. There was no dissension in the ranks. They were all trusting in Joshua. I love it because they, they saw that Joshua trusted God. Joshua had the heart of God, and they followed Joshua because he followed God. They trusted in what God's instruction was. There was unity, and I love, 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 love unity. See, we as a church, as Bethel Chapel, we love connecting. It's, it's, it's easy for us to connect with other churches. Why? Because I believe that we're supposed to be one church. That we're not in competition, we're in concert. Right? That's why I say, whatever churches I know, that's friends of mine, or that I know, I say, but that's my church too. I celebrate and say what God is doing here as we're having church over there. Why? Because we're all one church. And I love unity. That's why I love kingdom living. It's a bunch of churches coming together. We tear down all these walls that separate for the unity that is found in following Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. 
Joshua heard from Jehovah and gave instructions, and the people were united. Even though the process was different than anything they'd done before, they bought in. They said, yeah, this is different, but we'll do it. I was here when Pastor Sam gave all of his, like a vision. I remember, what a TV. Oh, there. Sorry. Oh, no, that's not the TV. Oh, hey. oh that was on video. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh. Erase that part, erase that part. But I remember, I'm oh, sorry, I remember all of, all of the lists that he said was going to happen. And some of them might, might come true already, but some never. But we keep trusting. We don't trust the list. We trust the God who gave the list. Yeah. He, he, I, I'm praying, I'm praying, Pastor Sam, I'm praying. That building, why? Because I let come visit, that's why. <laughs> I'm praying. And then he said, oh, we're going to have amazing speakers. Hold, oh, I think coming true. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> well, I was thinking about that. All the, all the right here, I was thinking about them. I'm going to use them. But I love it. Because it was, it was an impossible list. But if God gave Pastor Sam the vision for it, then we trust God and we trust Pastor Sam because I know that Pastor Sam has God's heart and God has Pastor Sam's heart as well. I trust that. I love that. And so when, when we see here, it was an impossible thing. The wall was so thick, they wasn't looking for dynamite. They weren't looking for anything. They just began to walk. And they walked. And they walked. And they walked. And I love it because the trust, our trust in God, our faith in God isn't just an important thing. Our trust in God isn't just a significant thing in our life. Our trust in God is the only thing in our life. It's not important to add to your wonderful life. It's the only thing that matters in life is trusting in God. And so we need to trust in God. I love it because God is not just there for our salvation and eternity. He is. He is my everlasting God. He is my Savior. My everlasting life has already started. When I said yes to Jesus, that's my everlasting life already started. But we trust God for that, but also we trust God that he guides us for life today, that he gives abundance in our life today. It's not just about finances, it's not just about resources, but it's also about wisdom. Wise people trust in God. I almost, Paul, I almost done, I should say. But some of us got some Jerichos. But I love that when we, when we praise, it's putting the focus on the Lord and not our problem. Yeah, what did they do? They walked around one time, six days in a row. They had to trust because they were doing what they were instructed to do, but the answer never came yet. 
day seven, walk around seven times, stretch out the calves, stretch out the calves, walk around seven times. What happened? As they followed the instruction of the Lord, and they blew the ram's horn. Bah, I don't know what ram's horn sounds like. They let out the strongest, strongest and deepest shout. It wasn't like, man, yay. It wasn't like, I don't know. Maybe that's what it sounds like. I don't know. They, I pictured these guys leaning back a little bit, getting their hallelujah from their gut. And as soon as the ram, they let out a huge a yell, a shout, a hallelujah. And it wasn't one of frustration. It wasn't one of anger. It was one of celebration and trusting in what God was about to do and what he had already done. The process of walking around was preparation for them to be ready for the battle, but also to put their faith and their trust in the Lord. God could have said, are you guys ready? Walls fall, the walls could have fell, and they could have gone in the very first day that they were there. But a lot of the time, the process that we go through, the, the things that we got to endure is to build our faith and put our trust in God. I love the song that we sang. Where is our hope? Hope is in the everlasting God. Why? Because if we're not careful, we'll go straight to the chariots. We'll go straight to the horses. Some trust in chariots. Some trust in horses. Some trust in programs. Some trust in, that's what I used to do. Some trust in money. Some trust in, if I spin this or spin that. Some trust in, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. And so as they walk around and they let out a big roar of celebration, the Lord did what he said he was going to do. The walls come falling down. Now some of us got to walk around our family a little bit. Yeah? No need to raise your hands. I got to walk around my family. I get some Jericho action in my family. I'm not going to say, you stand here. Fall down. <laughs> I'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> Seven days. Stay still. Stay still. Oh, shucks. I forgot my ram's horn. There's some sit I'm not making a joke, but there's some situations we got to walk around. There's some situations that we're trusting God for. That, hey, God, I've been trusting a long time. This, this feels, doesn't feel like seven days. This feels like seven years. I've been walking around in circles. This is my 700 circle. God, when are you? Right? But we trust the whole way. We trust with our whole heart. And I love it because it's just trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean on your own times, but all your ways and not your own. And he will direct your path.
even if the path he directs is a circle. Even if it's a path that he directs is walking in the same footprints that she left behind yesterday. Even if it's something different and doesn't make any sense, but it's all about trusting the Lord. Our blessing is on the other side of our obedience. There's some Jerichos we got to walk around. But I love it because we can trust in God. I'm, I'm, I pow, I pow for the seventh time. But in Joshua 1, I love the instruction or the encouragement that God gave to Joshua. He says, be strong and of good courage. You see, God's not going to tell Joshua to be strong and of good courage if he's not going to use him. God's not going to tell Joshua be strong and of good courage if he's not going to face at times when he's got to be strong and of good courage. He's not going to tell, tell Joshua be strong and of good courage if it's just going to be a merry-go-round. There's some tough times that was being ahead, but I love it because God is saying, hey, be strong and of good courage. No worry, I'm going to be with you every step of the way. And this is just one battle that was leading into the promised land. The land that was already promised. I want to encourage somebody today. The Lord has already promised you the answer. The Lord already says it's yes and amen. The Lord already said you were healed. The Lord already said you, I, I will give you, I, I, mean, I have given you the victory. We just got to trust and walk it out. Someone say amen. amen. Someone say amen. amen. And so I want to just read this over you folks. And then Pastor Sam is going to come up here and close. Oh, <laughs> okay. Shoots. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> it's weird. Oh, God, come on. This is a seven-day walk around seven times thing. I don't know why, but this house is such a place where prophecy is, this happens. This is a house where, like, it's safe to just... And I'm not going to prophesy, but someone is going to encourage me when I'm done after the end of the service about Cracker Jacks. I don't know what it is, but it's just weird, God, but whatever. Because usually I'm the one that's going to say, anybody eat Cracker Jacks? Well, the Lord said. But someone needs to tell me something about Cracker Jacks. So you can take me to California Pizza Kitchen. I'm kidding. But if you want to, I'm not. I don't deny you the blessing. <laughs> okay. Shoots. Cracker, cracker Jacks. Come and grab me. Psalms 20 says this. And this is David writing as king of Israel. This is David who was king, who 
Whatever he needs, he can snap and there it is. This is King David who has everything at his beck and call, but he's writing in Psalms 20. And I'm, just, I'm reading this because I referenced verse 7 by saying some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but we will trust in the name of our Lord our God. In times of trouble, may the Lord answer your cry. May the name of God of Jacob keep you safe from all harm. May God send you help from his sanctuary and strengthen you from Jerusalem. May he, may he remember all of your gifts and look favorably on your burnt offerings. May God grant you, grant your heart's desires and make all your plans succeed. May we shout for joy when we hear of your victory. <laughs> so good. And raise a victory banner in the name of our God. May the Lord answer all your prayers. Now I know the Lord rescues his anointed king. And again, remember this is David writing this as king. Now I know the Lord rescues his anointed king. He will answer from his holy heaven and rescue him by his great power. Verse 7, some nations boast of their chariots. Some nations trust in their horses. But we will trust in the name of the Lord our God. These nations will fall down and collapse. But we will rise and stand firm. Give victory to our king. O Lord, answer or cry for help. Father, Lord God, I thank you for each one of these warriors that we have this morning, this evening. I thank you, Lord God, for where you've placed them. Number one, rooted in this church, but also where you've placed their family, where you've placed them in their place of employment. That, Lord God, you're strategic and intentional by placing them in these places, and they will. They will walk around those places like the walls of Jericho and will trust in you that you are already delivering the victory, whether the victory is a healing, whether the victory is a relationship, whether the victory is clarity, whatever the victory is, or you've already given it. And so I thank you for the trust that we put in you. And I thank you for the action for the steps that we will take because of that trust. We love you. We praise you. And thank you for blessing the Dallas Cowboys. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. <laughs> Pastor Sam. I rebuke the Cowboys. The views expressed about the Dallas Cowboys from the front of this room do not necessarily reflect the views of Reunion Church. How, how awesome was that, right? We love that. Uh, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and end service, but we're going to do this a little bit differently tonight than what we would normally do. We are still going to have uh, ministry time. Can everybody stand up for me? And before, I know this is going to be a little bit awkward, but okay, guess what? We're okay with awkwardness. Uh, before anybody leaves, uh, we've gone after this several times over the past few months. We're going to pray for the impossible situations again tonight. Uh, I just think Alan nailed it, heard from the Lord, like he's speaking to the right people. 
If you have impossible situations, um, I, I want you to take a literal step of faith. I want you to come to the front uh, right now. And uh, you might have to push past your neighbors. That's fine. But if he's the God of impossible, impossibilities, why wouldn't we take him up on that? If that's where he dwells, it, it dwells. If that's what he laughs at, if that's where um, he says, bring me into those situations, then we have to do it. Come on up. You guys are going to have to squish to the front. Um, we're going to need all of our trained prayer ministry people. If you're in the room, we would love to rely on you. And um, if you're on reunion staff, uh, I want to read this blessing over us as a house. It's out of Numbers 6. Uh, Moses, uh, it says he, he spoke this over all of Israel. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace. So they shall invoke my name on the sons of Israel, and then I will bless them. So, Father, we invoke your name over these sons and daughters. Jesus, you reign supreme over every situation. Yeah, I just declare that his arm is not too short to save. He never abandons his beloved. He's there with you in the midst, and he calms the storms. So, Jesus, we celebrate what you've paid for, what you did on the cross. We celebrate the things that... Um, you broke down and made a spectacle of. The things that once reigned supreme, reigned supreme no longer. And so we speak life where there was death. We speak hope where there was hopelessness. We speak joy where there was loss. Kingdom come, will be done on Oahu as it is in heaven. We're going to put on some house music uh, just to give you guys a little bit of privacy. If you're not up here for prayer, you're welcome to stay where you are and pray for people. We only want our trained prayer ministry and staff up here praying for people. If you got to go, we love you. Don't forget to get your kids, but we'd ask that you take your conversation out, out there. If you're up here receiving prayer, um, we're just going to start sending our people throughout this crowd, and um, they're just going to partner with you in whatever the Lord wants to do with your life. They'll probably ask you a little bit like, hey, what are we praying for? But this is it. This is how it happens. Like he's the God of the impossible, and he's the God of the here and now. Let's not wait till some other time. Like if he's here, why wouldn't we take him up on what he's promised us? So I bless you, church. I love you. If you need to go home, we'll see you next week. Um, if you're here to receive prayer, we just ask that you'd be patient, and we'll just try to get to everybody as quickly as we can. For more teaching like this, subscribe to this podcast. If you would like more information about Reunion Hawaii Church, our website is reunionhawaii.com. If you're in Honolulu, join us Sundays at 5 live at Kahala Mall. Aloha.